0: Welcome to the Queer Arabs Podcast, this is Alia, and Ellie and, and Ahmed, and then we have a guest co-host on. Hey, it's Nadia, again. (laughs) I kind of roped her into this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not that difficult to rope into things, I'm kind of a podcast slut.
0: I love it. You are becoming the podcast queen. Nadia is going to be guest co-hosting with us because she's Nadia and awesome, and because she's a dancer, and we are going to be talking to a dancer today. Can you introduce yourself?
2: Hi. It's... Uh, What's your name? Chad Tank. <laughs> Hello.
0: Yeah, so uh, Nadia's in New York and we're sitting, we're all, the rest of us are all sitting here with Jad and we're all looking at the mic and not each other and it's funny. <laughs> but, and I can't see anyone. I know except Nadia is yeah. in the void.
1: Everyone's going to be drunk except me?
0: No. What are you talking about, Nadia? We're not drinking.
3: (laughs) This is a sober podcast. This is a totally
0: sober podcast. Can you tell um, the listeners what you do, your background, stuff like that?
2: Uh, Yeah. I, um... The sober drink just hit me. Um, I (laughs) am a dancer and choreographer. I also, when I get the chance, I direct as well. Um... It's kind of been a hodgepodge of a life. Uh, I studied politics in college, and then I got a BFA in dance. And I've also done interior design on the side as well. Hodgepodge. Wow,
0: definitely. Yeah. Um, What kinds of... Can you talk about what you've directed in the past?
2: Um, I have done... I recently co-directed an immersive theater piece in Denver called First Do No Harm, Mm -hmm. uh, which was a lot of fun. It took place in um, an actual... Fully functional hospital. Um, myself, along with uh, Tara Reinders, who is the, the main director who kind of brought us together, and um, Leah Bonfilio, who is based out of New York as well. Um, I've done that. I've done uh, a, lo- a lot of dancing, uh, directing a lot of dance shows. Mm-hmm. And by a lot, I mean like, you know, a few, like a handful. <laughs> um, and uh, I have also in the past in Beirut co-directed a theater piece that was all about yeah. foreigners living in beirut oh,
0: okay Ooh. so you're lebanese american
2: i am lebanese american yeah.
0: yeah right along with nadia and ellie yeah so the like... lebanese game is strong on this episode i, I love know
3: 60 percent lebanese on the podcast oh but good pretty strong pretty strong impressive math like yeah, right yeah. on the fly but like
4: are we all are we all half no, I'm full. full. You're full. Full. Oh, well, okay. Like, as full as like any Arab can possibly be. Right, totally. Be. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah. 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 And I, yes,
0: it, I think so. I'm the only half... I'm half Saudi. I'm half oh, Lebanese.
4: Oh wait, you're half Lebanese. Yeah.
0: Hence the yeah, last name Tank. Halves.
2: So really, it's not really 60%. It's, it's like, like 50%. It's, it's it's okay. okay. okay
0: so we, we can we're, adjust. <laughs> we can adjust the percentage. <laughs> okay, so two hybrids and then three Lebanese people an Iraqi. Okay, we, walk we into figured a it bar. out. Yeah. Yeah. We all walk into a bar. No, it's not a bar. There's <laughs> no alcohol. Why are you anti-bar, Nadia? <laughs> That's what you said. Uh-huh. Oh cuz I said we're okay. we're
3: all sober. So one thing I was asking Jad about is like yeah. what is choreography and maybe Jad and Nadia can tell us because I've always heard that word but I really don't understand. Okay, what's the yeah. dif- what's dancing and what's choreography and how is all it like how is it different? Yeah.
1: Um okay so I'd say like choreography is basically like um designing the dance as opposed to performing it so deciding like what movements um go into it basically, um, and they're not mutually exclusive. You can choreograph a dance and also do it, or you can, I don't know, I do a lot of improv, so that's like a weird question for me, because I'm like, what really is choreography? But um, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: I would agree. I think uh, dance choreography is like acting to the script writing slash directing part of it. Um, It's, but again, like Nadia said, they're not mutually exclusive, like there's, a few performances I've been in that I've choreographed and danced in It's not my mm-hmm. preference, just because it's so hard to see the work when you're in it. Yeah, yeah, um, that's a- yeah but but yeah, so that's the. Oh, yeah. Okay,
0: uh, Nadia had some cool. I thought some really interesting questions she wanted to ask you. Nadia, do you want to uh, bring them up? Yeah, wait.
1: I wanted to hear. So you've um, danced in some companies in Beirut, right? Yes. Cool. Do you want to like talk a little bit about the Beirut dance scene? Because I've had like some contact with it and I've kind of been like following, basically like once when I was a teenager, I like took some dance classes on a family trip and I've like kind of been following up with some companies and I feel like there's cool shit going on there that like doesn't get enough attention. So I don't know if you want to talk about that for a while.
2: There is. Yeah. So I'm actually, um, I'm actually lucky enough when I go to Lebanon, I'll be working for the main dance company out there called Makamot, and they also run the BIPOD Festival, which is an acronym
1: hey, Bipod looks dope.
2: Yeah, for Beirut International Platform of Dance. They also produce Arab artists from the Middle East and let them tour or, or help them tour abroad, um, including other Middle Eastern countries, which is really cool. So from Iran to Tunisia, Morocco, Lebanon, uh, Palestine, Syria, there's a lot of really interesting artists that are creating contemporary work, um, mostly dance. And uh, Bipod Festival is kind of the place where a lot of these artists get to perform or get to meet. Um, It's a part of the Laimun, uh, Multika Moon, which is essentially like a a residency mostly for Middle Eastern artists. Um, And I I was a part of that two years in a row and I absolutely loved it. But what's so cool about the work in Lebanon, in particular, is that they bring so many international artists to Beirut, and in turn, a lot of the local artists get to train with them. So one example is Alias Guillermo, who's a choreographer, a dance company based out of Geneva, and they decided to come to Beirut and actually set a really famous work of theirs called Sideways Rain on Middle Eastern dancers. And then brought half half the troupe from switzerland over as well so we got to co dance this incredible performance and tour it around um beirut and jordan and ramallah and jerusalem as well
0: oh wow that's awesome
2: so it's a it's a very it's a gem it's i think 12 years bipod is 12 years going right now or 13 i'm not sure which one um but and that's just bipod and there's also independent artists that are making their own work as well um, you have a few people working in Europe, training in like circus training and bringing that back to Lebanon. Um, really, as long as there's as long as there's open communication and open borders, hashtag Schengen visa. Um,
0: yeah.
2: yeah. You know, there's a lot of work can go back and forth between the between Beirut yeah. and the rest of Middle Eastern countries and then Europe as well.
1: Yeah, I feel like there's also like this um super international dynamic there since like at least in terms of contemporary dance most people working there right now didn't train in lebanon so there's like a lot of bringing in outside people like i just come across random people in new york who are like yeah i I went to beirut for a year to work at a dance studio or something like that
2: yeah there's Um, a lot Um, meg stewart came to lebanon this wasn't with bipod this was with um which is like an independent free school Art school essentially where they bring all these interesting philosophers artists all different fields. Yeah. They also brought meg stewart um, But also i'm sure you know miguel gutierrez
1: Yeah, he yeah.
2: came to beirut, which is where I met him. Um, he's like a very well-known American solo artist.
1: Wait. Oh, yeah, this is the person who wrote the article. I sent you about white people in abstraction.
2: Yes oh. that's, it, that's Miguel
0: Oh my God, I really loved. That was an yeah. excellent article. He's great. Miguel's great. brought up such good points mm-hmm. about like the higher standard put on non-white people mm-hmm. to like define their work and to put I, place identity with it.
2: It's inevitable.
1: Like, not everyone gets to make dances about nothing or just, like, abstract dances about shapes. <laughs> right.
2: Whereas, like, if an Arab dancer makes a performance about a butterfly, it's about an Arab's perspective of a butterfly. Right. <laughs> okay. <damn> it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's like, oh, is there is there some kind of meaning behind this? Like, uh, tell me, how does this tie to the middle? How East does this relate to you? violence? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Is the butterfly <laughs> violent?
4: Is that it's... Or is this freedom for you? Or... It's like are you being critical of Israel? Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's... like because a butterfly knows no borders. Right. <laughs> oh right my yeah. God. I know. It's and, um it's a lot. It's yeah. heavy. And
3: Arab artists and Arabs in general are required to like to have a political opinion on everything yeah. and they're like required to like have a deep political view of mm-hmm. everything like so i just totally yeah. random but i just read on twitter about a saudi girl she said every time i'm in the u.s uh-huh. and i have an arab uh uber, uh uber driver he's asking me about politics i'm like why i'm just here on vacation <laughs> yeah. why do we have to talk about uh, like you are my uber yeah. driver i just got from the airport like can we not <laughs> like, talk I about like i just a break from this yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. And not everyone is is like political. deep into politics. Yeah. Like what if she doesn't exactly. know? Exactly, like... what if
0: she doesn't know, or she's just tired of
3: yeah, like yeah.
0: always explaining.
3: So for artists, stuff I here. definitely feel like that. But yeah. I do have to
2: say, yeah. I and I this is gonna sound like one thing that I will say is there is a cultural difference because in the Middle East, you don't really have the option of not being political. Mm-hmm. Which, I, I, you know, when I first felt that, I was like, oh, that kind of sucks. It'd be, it'd be nice to be liberated from having to have a political opinion. Uh-huh. But then, you know, I went to Colorado for college and I met people who just had no idea about politics in general as like, mm-hmm. yeah. as a theme even. And I thought, okay, what's what's better? Yeah. You know, what's more? Like, I prefer yeah. talking to, you know, I prefer expecting a person having some knowledge of politics.
3: Yeah, yeah. Versus um, having really... Absolutely not, not knowing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, right. I, I don't
2: yeah. know how many times I was asked if I rode camels, um, <laughs> and if I knew McDonald's oh or Mercedes-Benz were, which I'm like, if you come to Lebanon, <laughs> <laughs> you will be oh, tired of a Mercedes-Benz, God. and you realize we don't have a desert. So. On our last
0: episode, so we made this joke it was like oh the poor villagers when we're talking about <laughs> arabs in general it's like help the villagers who yeah. all ride on camels i'm
2: all about those villagers i miss village life oh <laughs> yeah. don't
0: you miss your camel i miss, I miss mine. my camel i
1: miss you know? mine let's, let's all adopt a camel
0: oh my yeah. god can we all co-parent a camel i think that'd be great
2: i think that would be culturally
3: sensitive
0: yes would what would your camel, would your camel be it? called
3: do you have a name for your camel
0: camel name this is really not. This, not, this is like not original at all. It would be Jamal.
1: I'm an alternative.
4: <laughs> God damn it,
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't. It has to be Jamal.
3: My camel would be named Dragon.
0: I love it. Yeah. I think
3: I'd yeah. name my camel Toe.
0: Oh, oh my <laughs> God! <laughs> Nadia, what would your camel be named? Uh, Kamala. I love (laughs) it. Wait, so how are we all going to? What's your camel's last name? Oh,
4: is it Harris? Come on. (laughs) You know what? I'm just going to play into our last the stereotype that we just brought up and just name it Palestine. No, that's okay, cool. and have two humps. There you go.
0: I don't understand how this is going to work if we're all co-parenting one camel and we all have different names for it, or is it just like I think we be... call it what we want?
1: It's this is queer family structure.
4: Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, or it could just be like a cat where it just doesn't matter what you name it. Right.
0: Okay. So this one camel will have several names. I like it. Okay, I'm cool. This is art. This, <laughs> is art. this is art. <laughs> this is art.
2: I think we've decided our collective piece.
4: Yeah. But what does this camel represent? Yeah, what is it
0: about? It can't be a- Is it a
4: statement? I think it's definitely identity.
0: Yes. <laughs> Wait, what are the two humps? Yeah, what other th- what do the humps represent?
4: The two state solution. <laughs> <Aww>.
0: <laughs> Ellie! <laughs> God damn it, why do we have to bring this up again?
3: So if we
0: Let if, if we step Let's out of the on. camel
3: discussion. <laughs>
1: Okay. Do you want to? Okay, let's go back to politicization of identity. I feel like we could talk more about that. Other than camels, we're (laughs) gonna have
3: an episode about camels. And what would you name your camel? I love it. Yeah. And how to train your camel? That will be a whole new. Wait. Hold on. Oh my god. That is money right there. It's
0: money because screw how to train a dragon. Dragon. Yeah. But it'll be camel. We should do an Arab version of that.
2: How to train your camel. Oh
0: shit. And it'll
2: be a children's book.
0: Oh my god. Okay. Anyone listening? This is. Copyright here, 2018. All five of us.
1: That's gonna be like How to Train Your Camel in a super like gender-neutral, queer-positive way.
3: Absolutely.
0: Yes. Exactly. The camel
3: knows no other way. Right. What I was gonna say, if you if you're listening and you are thinking about stealing the idea, our lawyers would contact you. So don't even try. Are <laughs> not. Don't try me.
0: <laughs> oh my god!
1: If you're a lawyer listening to this, hit us up. Anyway,
3: so, yeah, so, I mean, we kind of touched on politics, and Jad was telling me that he studied politics, he studied political science in undergrad, right? Yes, international affairs, yeah. But then one day... Uh, I found dance. It was
2: kind of cliche, but I was just taking a dance class for shits and giggles. Mm-hmm. It fulfilled a core requirement. Yeah, um, I was doing that, it was an Afro-Cuban fusion class, and mm. I was also taking a history and philosophy of dance and I just realized that this like this innate need to kind of talk mm-hmm. about culture I guess or bring up different ideas around culture. Yeah. I wanted to step away from the podium because I realized it wasn't working yeah. and I thought that the stage was actually more effective. Um, so I decided to kind of take take that onto the stage yeah
0: Yeah that's awesome. Um, and what what uh, styles do you usually? do dance wise
2: um just like batshit contemporary it's a technique that i'm
0: <laughs> love it <laughs> uh
2: yeah it's um it's uh, you know i was trained under different uh different styles from lamone to house a little bit of voguing um oh, cool. martha graham but i i'm a i'm a terrible dancer i'm like not the prettiest dancer i came in late to the to the table but um those are the styles that I trained under, and then I just started to try and develop my own language. Which you know, I think, mm-hmm. I also think that's maybe a difference a little bit between a choreographer and a dancer. A choreographer kind of thinks of the vocabulary a lot and the structure of a sentence. Um, okay, and the dancer is just does like a fucking incredible job about dictating that sentence. You know, so it's yeah. Um, I just keep asking myself, how can I make this weirder?
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, so I've I've done like some pretty raunchy things on stage <laughs> yeah um in houston i've stood on an american flag which i didn't realize you weren't allowed to do
0: oh really you're not you're
2: not allowed the flag isn't supposed to touch the ground the ground
3: um oh. and i, know that. And I think it's technically illegal
1: i don't know I,
4: yeah i think it's really? technically no, no, illegal. it's like it's the flag code thing it's more yeah. but like i'm like, sure it what happens the, yeah it happens
1: lots of things are illegal
4: but no one's. Yeah. But it, there's no real penalty to it yeah, because yeah. no one's going to really do anything yeah, yeah. other than like chastise you socially. To chastise you socially, <laughs> right. or if you're about to get killed, but because of you know assholes, right. they'll probably just arrest you to get you the fuck out. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh god. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well. Yeah, good
4: times.
2: But. Yeah. I remember one time too. Hear though. I in New York I twerked to an Abdel Halim Hafiz song. <laughs> I'm
0: and by so proud I'm gonna to do know like you. a little
2: asterisk on twerk because I don't know how to twerk. Yeah. Like it was twerk light. Um, I love
0: it.
2: Can I ask which Abdul Halim yes, Hafiz? Yes, it was the Husada Husada because that's oh. the one that Jay Z took. Um, I'm yeah. sorry, sampled. And um, <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: And didn't give any credit to it, but that's okay. Um, it's the one that's dun It's big, yes, So I twerked to the the Halim Hafez version of it, and the audience was just like white hyper liberal women. Oh god! In from Bushwick. You know, in downtown New York. And uh-huh. I could see the look in their face. Like, they, it was this, like, what do we do like, with this? How do we react? Yeah. Like, here's yeah. this guy's name is Jad Tank. He sounds like he's from Michigan. <laughs> like, is this okay? And, and there was, there was, a, there was this, you know, this woman in, in the audience who mm-hmm. got very offended by my use of Arabic music. And I was so curious. I was like, okay, this is very interesting. She was like, I have Palestinian friends. and... You know, and I was like, that's okay, nice I, for her. yeah, I was like, it's, it's yeah. nice to hear that she's defending, you know. And then at some point, oh. I, I started, it, it started to, I like, I like came out of the closet um, as an Arab, yeah. and she just, her shoulders dropped, and she went, oh, then that's okay. And I thought,
0: you're like, so you a, get to choose when it's okay. Right, play, yeah, and yeah. I had a
2: moment where I was like, wait, this is so confusing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like,
4: but it's more, it's more the balance God. of power th- issue in appropriations because you're, You're you're the you're the Arab using Arab music to make a right make a point. Yeah,
0: I get where she was coming from, but for a white woman to to just like dictate, okay, it's okay now versus a second ago. It's just it was was interesting. It was
2: interesting. It was an interesting Um, situation. It was very New York, in my opinion.
1: (laughs) I relate because I mean, like my name doesn't sound white, so they don't think that about me. But also, so then there's like the I don't know how to comment on this thing, right?
4: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And when it's just like a very white audience who doesn't feel like they can comment on anything, yeah.
2: right? Or you're not being Arab enough, which is such.
1: Yeah, you're you're too Arab or not Arab enough, and I, I don't know how <laughs> I don't know how to deal. Yeah,
2: yeah. I'm always like in my my spectrum is Aladdin Arab, that's like on the furthest non-Arab side.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Yeah.
2: And then the other side is just, I don't know, Rami Malik.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. That yeah. would also that's be.
0: That's a good spectrum.
1: I think it's also weird because, like, sometimes what like the differences in what people recognize as you're showing your Arabness and what you think that is are not the same. Yeah. Like, I think like my sense of humor is super Arab, but like, that's not. People are like, "Why aren't you belly dancing?" You know.
2: Right. And oh. you're like, it's actually not ballet dancing. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I was just in, uh, I was in Italy for a, a, a festival that focuses on Middle Eastern performers or artists. Oh, cool. And our mutual friend, Nora um, Alami, was, was, was with me, performing alongside me. And at one point we presented the show and we were, we were told that it wasn't Arab enough. And both of us were fascinated by it because the fact that it was created by, you know, it was created by Arabs and on Arab bodies, it should be Arab enough. Right. Um, so we exaggerated it. Like we had a section <laughs> where we're like, we're going to give you hardcore Arab, like what we think if is like, Arab.
0: To see how you like it. Yeah. Now. So we <laughs> have
2: like, we have uh, Um Kalthum come on, A Thousand and One <laughs> Nights. And then we, we just, we ulalate. And we clap oh and we shake our hips. Like we go full oh out for about 10 seconds. Do
0: you, do you have then, a recording of this somewhere? I,
2: maybe.
3: It's probably on my way.
0: It's
1: on Facebook. we are
3: Did she really? <laughs> this will be linked in the show
1: notes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 saw, I saw the thing you're talking. Yeah, there's at least that part in it.
2: Yeah, you can see it in the... There's, like, a little promo trailer, and it's in it. And we're, like, going at it. You can that's see our amazing. tongues in slow motion, just kind of...
1: Oh, my God!
0: Yeah, i so excited funny. by this. That was the best response ever. But we... Much.
2: Like, the, the 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 piece... So, the piece is called Bourgeoisie, and it's essentially... It takes the idea of an epidemic, you know, like a plague or a zombie, like World War Z, and then yeah. this idea that it's actually the bourgeois that's taking over the world. This The ideology behind bu- bu- bourgeoisiness, I guess. Uh-huh. Um and which is so interesting because we, we actually play around with the concept of veiling yeah. by holding up these sheets, these um, thermal blankets, which also came from all of the imagery from Syrian refugees yeah. and North African refugees going to Europe and having to be yeah. covered by these blankets. And we, we veil ourselves as these kind of just the full um, structure, like rectangular structure of this blanket that we hold in front of us.
0: yeah,
2: And we're, we're backstage. And then... At some point, it's all in silence. We we push ourselves through them, and so they take the form of our body as we walk towards the audience, and we whip out these fans, um, and we just start fanning ourselves, and then they slowly fall as the lights fall. And like that was, you know, we're like playing with the idea of veiling, which is yeah. very, you know, contemporary yeah. association with you know, women in Islam, and you know what I mean. Like there's all this stuff associated, and it wasn't Arab enough, so it was it was kind of fascinating. What, I mean, didn't it didn't help hear? that we like lip sang to Nicki Minaj, not Nicki Minaj. <gasps> Cardi B. Oh <laughs> my God. Well, that's not something a proper that is not villager okay. would do. I know. Yeah. It's yeah. not okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Nadia, do you have an example of like when someone has critiqued your Arab, your level of Arabness, like not enough or?
1: I'm going to not do this because then I'm going to be calling out specific people. <laughs> oh, okay. I hear that. I hear that. That's fair. That's fair. And this is public, so we can talk about terms. I totally get it. But yeah, I feel like there's, I don't know. I'm going to not talk too much about myself. But um, yeah, there's an expectation. So for a while, I was doing the like very um, like traditional, technical, modern dancer thing. And there, there's the expectation that you should not just be making, like, technical modern dance solos. And I was trying very hard to do that because I wanted to show that I could. And there was all this pressure, well, don't you want to, I don't know, kind of, like, getting looks, like, why are you doing this? Shouldn't you be doing something else? Um, and lately I've also been thinking, why am I doing this? Shouldn't I be doing something else? <laughs> but I won't go too far into my, like, existential crises.
0: A lot of, like, improv... At least for yourself, which is probably cathartic.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, that's just kind of also just the thing that I do. Um, The nice thing about improv is you don't have to think too hard about um, what it means and what the implications are until after it's done. So that's kind of a nice way to explore what you're doing when you're not totally sure what your artistic direction is yet. I improv on roofs a lot for context for anyone who's listening. I do like a lot of um, like site-specific performances and like basically anything besides a typical dance stage.
3: And Nadia, you came to dance from a different field as well or did you always know that you're going to be...
1: Oh, um, I've like been dancing forever. So like, okay, the this is like a very typical gender difference where like, most women who are dancers I mean with exceptions have probably been doing it from like a really early age and then it's a lot more common um like jad for men to like end up in a dance class in college and then come into it that way um so yeah I've been like doing the dance thing since I was like four um I always like wanted to do it professionally. Like there was some conflict with my parents about that. Um I was a dance and psychology double major in college, like toyed with the idea of doing other things. Um but I don't know for some reason I'm still doing this. So
2: it's cuz it's so fulfilling.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I, I don't Okay, so I I have a a group chat or we like every day we're like we're gonna quit art and <laughs> art sucks we're gonna quit
0: <laughs> i know nadia and i talk a lot about like you know balancing you need to pay the rent but you yeah. also want to stick to what matters to yeah you. so it's yeah
3: so hard. i and, feel that's something that both nadia and jad have in common that they lived in new york although for different periods of time yeah and, yeah. yeah and I, and that's something i talked to jad a lot about in the arabic episode is like what did you think of New York? And I feel you had such a conflicted
2: answer. Yeah, Why, am it, I it, wasn't New York. it wasn't it... Nadia, how long have you been in New York for?
1: Um, like one and a half years as like not a college student.
2: Nice. Did you go to NYU?
1: Uh no, Columbia. Yeah.
2: Columbia, cool.
1: So I was like here but not like Yeah. Not really.
2: It's so true. It's like a different experience of New York. Yeah.
1: But it's like it's like kind of a smoother transition. Yeah.
2: Definitely. Yeah. I jumped into, into New York with nothing, um, and
0: mm-hmm.
2: I think the issue with New York for me was that I couldn't get into... I couldn't play the narrative. Okay. New York was just another place on the map for me. It wasn't the place on the map. Um, mm-hmm. Although I went there because in my mind I was constantly questioning whether or not I should go to New York because no. as an artist that's where you go. And I was I was there for about three years and... I don't know, you know, just looking at the arts, yeah. witnessing the audience, witnessing the artist, witnessing the relationship, mm-hmm. I felt as though something was missing. Um, and coming from like I, I had the opportunity for for a few years to work in Europe and work in Lebanon, and where you know you go into a into a performance development and it's three months and it's nine to five monday through friday Mm -hmm. and you're paid and you have a stipend you know what i mean and this is how it was back you know
1: Mm -hmm.
2: in the 80s earlier and now you know i just in new york i met all these artists who worked like 300 jobs yeah and they're making art and they're they're expected to have this incredible product you know and and then they 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 play that thing and we, we adopt it and we 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 embody this this idea that oh if you're a true artist it shouldn't matter and
1: but it does. it does. It does. And you yeah. know what? It
2: it may not have mattered back in the 70s and 80s, yeah. but now it matters. You know what I mean? And it is impossible to live in New York as an artist. Yeah. It's just impossible. And for me, I came to the conclusion that the issue, at least what I could see with art in America, was that it was incredibly centralized. It yeah. was focused entirely around one city.
1: Right. It's so saturated here.
2: It's very saturated in New York, and that leads to an excessive amount of competition w- in a field that should have no competition whatsoever, and mm-hmm. it should be strictly collaboration. Um, and I thought to myself, well, you know,
3: why are we here? You know, why are why are we
1: here? Why no- am I here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nadia, yeah, this episode
3: is not meant to give you any level of self-doubt. This episode is
1: yeah, just no. for me. No, I have self-doubt no matter what. It's not like a... It's New York.
2: It, it, <laughs> every day you question. It's if you like don't question day, your existence in New York at least three times, then you're then not, it, you're not in it. New York.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nadia and I have talked a lot about this epidemic, really, of people expecting artists to work for free, too.
2: I love but that. Oh no, even like... better. You have to pay to submit your work into a festival.
0: Right.
1: I love $65 submission fee.
2: It's so great. Like, it's not only like, hi, welcome to the lowest paying job in the world. Please give us your money yeah. to give you a chance to be on this stage when, yeah. you know, when in all honesty, you know, you have a place like Houston, for example, that has so much money. Yeah. You know, it's the second largest funded ballet Houston? academy in, in, yeah. in, in yeah. America, I think. Yeah. I think it's New York Ballet and then I think it's Houston Ballet. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what
0: I've heard. Too. And
2: but the thing is, too, you have you have this very old school approach to Funding a little bit I found in Houston like the rich mm-hmm. in a lot of ways want to give their money to something because they want to There's still it's that kind of thing. it's a status yeah. thing, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Versus in New York. We're literally begging friends to give money donate money to our Kickstarter account, yeah. You know and it's that shit is tough Different It is tough
0: cultures. Yeah. and
2: if anyone if any fields of work Understands the downfall of consumerism and capitalism. It's already the art the dance and theater world. You know what I mean? Like We don't need to be trained further into why this system isn't working. For me, I thought, you know what? It's best to just decentralize. It's best to find a way to take artists out of New York. You know, put them in places where, who knows, maybe a performance will prevent, you know, their audience members from voting for Trump.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Art is powerful that way. Yeah. Yeah.
3: You know, in this age of digital collaboration and communication, Mm -hmm. like, there's not a lot... Like, Nadia is is in, what, thousand mile thousand miles away but like we are still talking you know like we don't have to be in the same place to collaborate anymore mm-hmm. which is yeah. nice yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah. digital collaboration is definitely yeah. a thing yeah.
4: um not that we would know anything about it <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah and also um i've heard about many artists who travel a lot just like work the way to do it work yeah. on, as a yeah kind of a nomad which is mm-hmm. not it's cool but not easy yeah it's cool when you have a home to come yeah, to. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and that's totally.
4: Oh, and since I work more with like web people, like I know like some artists, like the singer, like the drum, the drum guy records his thing, sends it. To the guitar guy who records, and you know, the, and they oh. just layer the track, and yeah. then they finally send it to a singer who's like in Asia somewhere, like mm-hmm. three thousand miles away, and then they put it together, and then they send it to the post-production person who's in Canada, and you know, this yeah. is, and this is an People indie production, it it. Right, right? This is like you know, shoestring budget indie production where they're just posting it to YouTube,
3: and like without this level of technology, that well, there wouldn't be. A, queer arrows podcast to begin with because there wouldn't be podcasts <laughs> yeah. but not only that all these yeah. people we talk to from all over the world and all over the u.s like like we wouldn't be able to talk to any of these people it's 20 years ago or 30 exactly, years ago. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So yeah the long distance bills would definitely definitely kill us helping. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Definitely helping.
2: well yeah. and this is where i find dance to be in an interesting position because it's hard to collaborate
0: right across the
2: border when your body is needed yeah yeah Um, and many many artists out there have attempted and are continuing to attempt this kind of work but I think that in terms of technology the thing that I'm really interested in as a dancer Mm -hmm. is virtual reality because virtual reality does to dance what I think cinema did to theater I think it 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 um, frees the dancer from having to perform on an actual stage Now, granted, there is magic that happens in a room where yeah. you share space with another body. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm I'm curious about how dance can eventually find its way into VR, not only for its its content but also for its methodology. Because I think the way dancers and choreographers work with the body and space is already inherently more three dimensional than, let's say, you know, an actor who who started. In cinema you know and because yeah. for a lot of reasons one is with VR there's no director sitting behind mm-hmm. the camera there's no crew behind the camera yeah. everyone has to disappear um, and so you're left with yeah. this with with having to have more kinesthetic awareness you have to be more three-dimensional in your movements wow. um, yeah. and you so can't, it, you can't hide stuff but behind you exactly yeah you know I mean for example wow. dancers we talk about backspace you know mm. what I mean like and in VR you can see backspace
4: you can walk um, to the backstage while they're dancing.
2: Exactly, yeah. So and... I, think that, I think that VR is going to be... When the technology gets a lot easier to use um, and to create wow. with, I think it's going to be the next place for, for dance to go to. Um, and I'm hoping that after VR, we just go back to the physical world again. Like, I think VR is like the last step...
0: And into the digital. Be like, wait, I miss.
2: I miss this. smelling sweat. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Maybe we should have a way to pay people. Yeah. yeah.
2: I was thinking of bottling yeah. sweat up and just like <laughs> sticking it into the Oculus and having it like pump. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sure oh, Facebook God. is working
3: on that. <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> what? Facebook. <laughs> Sorry. There trigger. A, trigger, warning. A, trigger, trigger warning. It is. a
0: trigger. No, Facebook is working yeah. on everything. I guess.
1: I was in a shoot for a VR dance. Film. That's amazing, um, but I don't I don't know if they ever I don't know what came out of it. Yeah,
2: they're so fun. They're so fun.
0: That's so fascinating. Um, like, I mean, I never thought about that.
2: I think too. There's something in VR that's so interesting is the the concept of the avatar. Um, and I think sp- speaking of of queerness, I think being able to have something like an avatar projecting yourself in a body that is that ha- has no gender to begin with, um, yeah. I think is even more fascinating you know like i'm i'm no. almost i'm almost i i'm not necess- when i play vr i i do a lot of vr with my brother i don't necessarily like vr where the camera is in a physical place mm-hmm. and you're experiencing that cuz to me it's like oh look i'm at the beach but i want to smell the sea yeah. i want to you know i want to touch the have sand have the rest of your senses exactly clearly, yeah. yeah but where vr works really well is when the space is completely made up from top to bottom where it's a it's a fully animated space and so i'm curious about what how How dance could eventually find its way into full animation, you know, to where you're standing in VR, let's say you're in a very uh, mundane, banal dance studio, and then you look down and there's like 10,000 dancers that are five inches high doing some crazy like movement phrase around your feet, you know what I mean? Like I'm interested when we can get to that place.
4: Uh, That's actually quite doable. In fact, you'd only need like maybe one dancer to animate that because you could just, yeah, like, Multiple, just, like just, it sounds just like yeah. clone them out things yeah. are
0: in the works it sounds like
4: uh the only real issues are like getting away from motion capture suits because right. those things are annoying and expensive and the other end of it if of course is the graphic design associated with that yeah. unless you want to just go purely with shapes right or ms paint
2: boom
1: <laughs> okay I think we could do this. This is Good. great.
2: I think Good. we have something here. Camels think, and VR. And...
1: Camels and yeah. VR. Yeah.
0: A
3: lot of projects would be
1: They're born in the out of tonight.
0: Yeah, are in yeah. the
4: pipeline. Pipeline. Yeah. Yeah. Please do our ideas and do them for yeah, us. Yeah,
0: actually, please just do them. <laughs> Any listeners, do them. We were joking about this copyright thing.
3: We have no lawyers. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like anyone who hears this and actually does it, that would be
2: amazing. Wait, let's face it. We're all related to a lawyer. Oh, of course we are. We know someone who knows someone I who knows know. someone. Our uncle's yeah. brother's nephews. I immediately
0: just counted a few, like yeah. several.
2: <laughs> That's how we do it. Nepotism is our thing.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh.
2: We started my it.
1: Yeah, but I don't know if all the lawyers want to be lawyers for this. I'm yeah. sure. This is captivating.
0: <laughs> 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 um, Nadia, do you have any more like dance specific?
1: Okay, I feel like we talked a lot about like politicization of Arab identity for artists. Do you want to talk like same deal for queer identities?
2: Boy, um...
1: just open up that can of worms.
2: <laughs> interesting, because I'm moving back to Lebanon, and
1: mm-hmm. I tomorrow
2: I always oh, get by way. <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow at this time, actually, in one minute, I'll be taking off. Wow.
0: Oh my god! Um, wow. Oh
2: my god! <laughs> there's so when I have been telling people that I'm going back to Lebanon. I'm actually shocked. I'm I'm shocked by the the response, which is, oh, is it safe there?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Which you know, I'm like, uh, it's like, you know, just as safe as I don't know Trumpville. You know what I mean? Right. Like I'm like, yeah. it's. I mean, yeah, it's chaotic, and there's there's you know there's shit that happens all the time. But I think we're getting to a place where there's no such thing as a utopian world anymore, or a utopian country where we can look at other country and project how shitty it is over there and how okay it is over... Like, it's just shit everywhere. Yeah. Um, but when my... When when my friends who were, you know, queer-identifying or homosexual or however they identify as non-heterosexual, I guess... Um, when they ask me, it's it comes from a place of like, oh, how is the gay culture there? Like mm-hmm. how
0: yeah.
2: how is the LGBT community in, in Lebanon? That's always the
0: implication.
2: It is, yeah. 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 And it's it's like, oh, are you gonna be able to have sex? You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, a lot of sex. <laughs> um, but also <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully. Okay,
3: oh knock on wood. As we say. As we say. Yeah. Um, Our listeners in Lebanon, if you're single and into it, don't for chat. Chad. we Chad. Like it's gonna have to no, We have a high listenership rate in Lebanon. I, know. I don't
0: know what you're talking about. I know that Chad's like gonna be like, oh, stop texting Oh, like, oh my God, stop that'd be terrible. Me. Um,
2: <laughs> no, but it's interesting because you know I find that that the you know like you have Helim in Lebanon, which is yes, an LGBT advocate, Wonderful. and they do you know they do HIV testing, and you know they just do they just do so much for the community there, and yeah, and I mean Lebanon has a significant amount of, right. of LGBT community, you know, and yeah. and there's a lot of people asking some really important questions. And it's not I don't extend it just to the to that community. I also extend it to the feminist community. You have Jamana Haddad who's mm-hmm. who is who ran for something, some Mem- position, member of Parliament. Member of Parliament and she won. She won, yeah. yeah. She's been in court because right. they, they faked the winning as right. not being right. her. Yeah, yeah. And she's oh, a hardcore wow. feminist, you know what I mean? And she's I don't know fourth wave. I don't know what, what wave she is, but she wrote um, so many interesting books, and she was actually one of the reasons why I was able to discuss my sexuality with my parents. Um, mm. And one of the reasons why my parents were able to actually hear me out because they also read her books. And wow. you know my, my my you know my mom is a hardcore feminist, and my dad my dad is a Marine from North Dakota. I mean this man.
0: Yeah.
2: I like uh, he. He is very white, <laughs> um, yeah. but he loves Lebanon. He, you know, he loves the culture, and he does his very best as somebody who has been codified not just in the culture of American society, but also in that military culture of the Marines. Yes, he has done such a good job about breaking down those narratives as much as possible. Awesome. I think that Lebanon is opening itself. So, it's like it, um, it whomps, You know, I think, I think it, it does this like wamping thing. I don't know how to do that on the radio.
0: Where well, it's like, it a just like, type it, no, it like,
2: it no. womps in three directions. It like oh, no. ebbs and flows, I guess is another way of putting ebb's it. Ebbs and flows, yeah. But it's, it's only ebbing outwards. Mm. Mm-hmm. Or flowing outwards? Which one like, goes out? Flow. Flow. Oh, it's okay. flowing, yeah, it's flowing <laughs> further out than it is ebbing inwards. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but there are so many people on the ground who are doing an incredible job pushing it too. Yeah. Like, none of this would, would be happening without people risking they everything their lives, every day yeah.
0: yeah we talked to one of our past guests is joseph ayun i love them yeah and hearing what Hi, he's joe. done <laughs> what's up joe
1: we trolled his comment
0: yeah we trolled his comment <laughs> section. nadia and i were like we were we got really pissed off about this homophobic comment that someone made on his nice his uh, social media and nadia and I were like, we were like we need to collaborate and troll right now I love that it was awesome I'm a little sad you didn't get me involved (laughs) well it was just before this so there's time
3: you'll be involved in future trolling opportunities
0: yeah there's still time it's still there I prefer I
3: prefer we call it
2: like unicorning
0: unicorning yeah
2: trolling is is let's tough. take that let's
4: take unicorns okay. back. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, that guy was a troll and we're Nadia and I were the were unicorning there in response. Go. Okay, I like that. You
4: guys are gonna get so many interesting direct messages after this. I
3: think so. <laughs> oh my god. And I do <laughs> <are a> f- <laughs> unicorning on Arabic Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, unicorning does sound a little phallic.
1: It, it sounds like unicorn hunters.
3: Unicorning. Yeah. Oh shit. Um,
0: yeah. Right. That's, okay. that's what. That was what I was. Oh shit. That's why I was like, we're taking it back. No. Okay. Okay. Mind. We're not unicorn. What were Nadia and I doing then? You were. What's like the reaction
1: to tro- anti trolling?
2: anti-trolling
0: okay we can do that color
1: i think i was also like the nature of my comment was trollish
2: <laughs> it was but it was
0: like in retaliation yeah, to a yeah. troll so i yeah. guess like rainbow trolling so
3: i guess for the people wondering what are we talking about so jo- joseph haun who's former guest in one of our episodes yeah. both the english of and Heaven. the arabic ones yeah. who used to lead the social spaces in helem He posted that, oh, one of my posts got, gone viral in Egypt. Yeah. Uh, So just so you know, I love Mishra Layla. Yeah. (laughs) Which was
0: amazing. And it was public. Yeah. So some
3: homophobic person jumped in and he was was like, like, oh, fuck fuck you, 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 you gay. And it was like, okay. We're
0: like, all right, you just opened the door to us.
2: Can we also talk about how queer the Middle East is? Right. It is yeah, such yeah. a queer place. Right. It's phenomenal how
0: yeah
2: how strong the the like fight against that is. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's one of the like it's one hashtag of
0: hashtag no homo no homo.
2: I'm like yeah. I've never met so many homos in my life. You know what I mean? Like, but I, I I wonder I wonder sometimes is it because it's an identity coming from Europe is it associated with a Western construct? You know what I mean? Because. You know, historically, yeah. for example, we have, you know, from Iran, let's say, when, you know, yeah. the king met, you know, let's say the king of, of France or something like that, and they would show, you know, they would host and they would show shows and stuff. Effeminate men would dance with the women, you know, yeah. and, and, and then, it, it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't gay, it wasn't straight, it wasn't Foucaultian, it wasn't anything, it was yeah. just what society was, and so a, a lot of it I question. Like, when I talk to some people mm. who are homophobic in the Middle East, I ask them, are you homophobic because it's associated with a Western identity, or are you homophobic because, okay. you know, your yeah. your religion says no to it? Or, you know, what is it essentially? But I yeah, just find question. I just find the Middle East to have such a unique queerness to it. Even, and I'm yeah.
0: Yeah, starting this podcast, we were shocked the domain, thequeerarabs.com, was available. Like no one had ever used it. But then all of a sudden it was like Wait, there are queer Arabs everywhere. Yeah. Queer, queer Swana folks everywhere, and uh, yeah, it's just like I don't know. It, so much of it is hush hush, or yeah, yeah. or there's a lot of no homo vibes going on. Ugh, um, no
1: homo. I don't know. I think there's like multiple things. I think like there is like are they sure There's like no homoing, and then there's also like I also get a lot of like that's a like Western import. That's a Western identity, which is wrong, but also I think the language, like, because we're using language to talk about it, that is, like, Western imported, that the ways those identities are framed aren't... There's a disconnect between the language we're using to talk about queerness in a contemporary sense, which is mostly, like, Western-derived and, like, the indigenous cultural history of what we would call queerness, you know?
4: Well, that's because a lot of the modern identity is based western based at right. this point at mm-hmm. least in yeah. popular culture but you know don't let that evil western influence stop you now
1: no but yeah but like it, it's it's sometimes hard to get across that just because this is the language we're using is coming from doesn't mean the existence of these um like sexual and gender identities is exclusive to western culture right and
2: uh, I think that's why it's so crucial to, and a lot of people are, are you know, are doing this. Um, now it's so it's so important to actually stem back before before our identity was a result of Western identity. You know what I mean? So look back in in the history of the Middle East and find where sexuality was talked about prior to, to Western rhetoric, and you have people. You know, you have really interesting people out there. You have uh, like um, Radwan Alamaddin. Rabia Al-Madin, I apologize, Rabia Al-Madin, who's the author of Kool-Aids, he's the author of, of Al-Hakawati. Um, and he, like, in, I think it's the book Al-Hakawati, he actually re, retells the story of A Thousand and One Nights through the, persp- through the perspective of the queer best friend, of the gay best friend. I love it. Um, and so it's taking a very well-known fable and, and just just pumping it with this yes. queer perspective mm. Um, And Kool-Aids was a phenomenal book because it, it, you know, it accounted his his story of being in San Francisco during the HIV AIDS epidemic and then also Beirut's during the Civil War. And it just kind of takes place back and forth. And it just it kind of does this thing of like, look, we're all people and we all die and we're all suffering in the hands of others. And, you know, so on and so forth. But, you know, you have people doing this now, which is interesting, going back into history and and replaying it through a queer film so to speak you know you have yeah. um uh taylor mack in new york who who did it with his 24 decade history popular music um like the, it's, it's interesting to do it in 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 such a way um yeah. yeah because i don't know
1: yeah it makes the point that it's not new it just was brushed under the rug and then you can kind of like lift up the rug a little bit and you know, it was there all along.
3: Yeah, you're like, oh look, we were always <laughs> look, homo. This was always there, yeah. And and that's something I kind of wanted to ask you about. Is like, as a man dancing, is it like always breaking some sort of stereotype? Because I think people like expect, and I'm using air quotes right here, air woman to be dancing, right? But not men. You know, that's like, is a, it...
2: That's a great thing to bring up, and I do have to say no to that
0: mm-hmm.
2: and here's why because unfortunately it's still the case that if you're a man you get away with it
3: hmm.
0: there's okay. still
2: okay. wherever it is there's still this misogyny embedded in all things you know and i find that oh. i find that even in the u.s it's not just you know it's not uh, it's not culturally specific but yeah you know, let's say in the Middle East, oh, yeah, I, I always hear this, I'm going to say in Eric, you know, which yeah. is like, are you a dancer? But it's kind of like, are you a stripper kind of thing? Oh. I wish I, I was a stripper. I would be so fit. Um, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm so impressed by the technique of stripping. Um, but, but, but you talk to them a little bit, you break through that, and then they're like, yeah, whatever, it doesn't matter because you're a man. You know, versus if you're a woman and you're dancing, you're immediately, it's immediately associated as sexual or something like that. And so, so I find that, no, I find that because I have a dick swinging between my legs, I still get away with a lot, which just baffles me. It's just such a dumb. I
1: think it's different for kids, though. Like, I think sometimes people have stronger opinions about, like, putting, like, young boys in dance class, whereas they might, like, let you get away with it as a. Adults, like I don't know. I have I like suggest to people like either in my family or just like random friends people that like oh your 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 like son seems to like have a lot of energy, maybe put him in a dance class and that's like no, too gay, and it's like I mean it's also okay when I do it.
0: about just moving your body. <laughs> I'm like, so do you know how many gay men really... I've met
2: who are engineers and lawyers who right. have not moved their body like you know what does our like expression have to do with homosexuality? It's, yeah, it's such ridiculous. a bizarre... Yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. I yeah. think
4: it's just that if you are in the arts and you're already an anomaly in the arts, it's like, well, I'm already violating some taboos here. Let's just, you know, let's just get them all out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> tick, tick.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like I mean, I'm just like going to be a disappointment. You know, don't like, don't half off it.
4: <laughs> I actually came around to that a little differently. So in high school when I was still rocking the guy thing. But so for those who don't know, I am trans. I was oh my a guy. God! What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't expect I don't <laughs> expect everyone to follow along with my life story. Okay. Anyway. Uh, okay. So high school just started coming out to everyone as bi-trans. Still doing the guy thing, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's take a dance class. <laughs> Which dance class? Uh, yeah, what's,
0: what kind of
4: dance? Oh, it's just like an intruder to... It was high school. Intruder to dance. They had... It was just basically combined everything plus history. Learned about a lot about oh, Valentine, okay. Valentine.
0: Oh, Valentine, yeah. Yeah. What's Bal- yeah. Valentin?
4: <laughs> but, you know, and it was kind of interesting because, like, everyone like already assumed the worst of me. It was like, okay, whatever, because, you know, queer kid in Texas. But... On the other hand, like, I have, every so often, I had, like, some, like, rando in high school walk up to me. I was like, so how is the dance class? Is it cool? Mm-hmm. Like, and not, like, in the typical, what you expect, you know, Texas masculine guy mocking you or trying to bully you. No, he was, like, genuinely interested. I was like, mm-hmm. I have never spoken to you before in my life, in my <laughs> high school life. I don't even know who you are. Yeah. And you're asking me about this. But, cool. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And, you know, got to make a lot of jokes about it. But it was also,
1: <laughs> yeah. But also, like, they wanted to do it, too. They just, like... Yeah. I,
4: I told them, it's, like, yeah. it's not that bad. Just go for it, you know? If your parents aren't going to kill you, just do it. Right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's good, you know, people felt comfortable asking you about it. Like It's nice to have. You kind of open the door, yeah. Yeah, but
4: I was already kind of a shit heel in high school, so, like... <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, like, then anyway, you might as well just, like, you know? Take advantage
4: of it. If you're already like <laughs> violating a few taboos, like, why not Go just, for like, it. just do all of
1: yeah. it? <laughs> just... violate some fun ones, like.
2: Yeah. yeah, I remember. I remember coming out to my parents um, as as being gay, and then coming out to them as an artist. Like it was a whole yeah. separate thing. Which one happened first? Um, being my sexuality happened first. Okay. Okay. It was actually in the most unexpected way yeah. in, in Lebanon. I was just visiting from college. Mm-hmm. and oh, I love telling my coming out story this is like one of my favorite things and i this is kind of the space for it this I is yeah, called The queer it, era. i figured this so thing, you're getting yeah. on this really but early on i was yeah. in i was in to put you into context i was in a restaurant oh fuck i don't even remember the name of the restaurant it was okay. in front of chase the restaurant that's attached to espas the movie theater in Keslik. so i'm just putting this out there if anyone's listening <laughs> 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 um and we were having lunch, and I was leaving the next day, I believe, or that night. Uh-huh. And you know, my mom asked me, you know, just very casually, like, "So, you know, are you dating?" And I was like, "Ah, eh, not really." And she goes, "Why?" You know, being very, very motherly, being like, "Oh, you're good looking, and I'm sure you can." I was like, "Well, I'm not really, you know,
0: yeah.
2: I'm not really into it." My dad, in his very kind of broy kind of way, was like, "Yes, yeah, son. Like, how are the women?" You know.
0: Oh God.
2: And I was like, ah, mm-hmm. you know, I just kept dodging it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at some point, my mom says, "Why is everything okay? Are you?" are you confused about something? And I was like, maybe. Oh. And I had like, they just she poured a glass. She did. And I, I, they just poured a glass of wine. So I had this like full glass of wine. Okay, good timing. Perfect timing. Yeah. And my dad was like, what are you trying to say? And I was like, well, you know, and I just swig this entire thing of wine back <laughs> I was like 18, I think, or 19 at the time. And I said, well, I occasionally like to take it up the butt
3: no no please dad. tell me this no. was not the literal <laughs> no, this, this is not is. the literally you, what you just you, said this is
2: what is i that, said this well, is the quote this is verbatim yes what and i didn't know how else to say you know you're nervous what? as fuck in of that course. moment you know
0: it's, it's so terrifying and
2: my mom laughed because she was like <laughs> like really like that's how you're gonna tell you know what i mean like God. and my dad i saw my dad i saw i saw both my parents mm-hmm have to play through those narratives yeah. they had to they had to go back and like check their training you know what i mean and like just just dig through and be like how do we deal with this how do we deal with this yeah and they were pretty good about it you know they were i was very lucky in that way That's um there was so there was like resistance at first but i kind of just told them i'm also just an asshole to give you even more context <laughs> and i yeah. kind of you know
1: great phrasing right there <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> You have to, you have to in that moment, you have to be like, yeah. listen, you know, I occasionally like to take it up the butt, take it or leave it, yeah. you know, I'm deal like, with it. Yeah. deal with it, like yeah. that's your knowledge, that's yeah. now yours to deal yeah, with, yeah. you know, but yeah, it was, yeah, it's a, uh... wow,
0: Wow. that was me coming
2: out as bye. by the way, that was like my first, step. occasion, do you like the occasionally, occasionally? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. the occasionally was my way of saying like, I'm bi, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. and now I'm just like, no, there's yeah. no occasion to it every
0: occasion
4: (laughs) so so can i get like a high five for like bi lebanese people yes yes i love that (laughs) i you know more bi people
2: more spectrum more more everything yeah although i do have to say this may be tmi but i've I've recently discovered that straight people are now into analingus like straight men are into that and I was mm. like, don't you dare take that away from us. Like, that's ours. That's ours. Like, yeah. They're appropriating our culture, right? They're I appropriating
0: culture our...
2: Could yeah. you say mother tongue to that? No, you couldn't. Mother that's tongue. terrible.
0: Oh. Oh, terrible. no. I... Yeah. Well, yeah. No. No, but it's... Yeah, it's
3: more more by people. Yeah. So, your parents, how do they feel about you moving to Lebanon? They're very excited. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're very okay. excited. Yeah. Good.
0: I'm, I'm glad they're supportive.
2: I have such... Incredible parents. I have two you're people so who have broken down their, you know, their stuck, yeah, their because yeah. you know you hit thirty. I feel it now. I'm turning thirty one tomorrow, and oh, you well, hit your birthday on. is you're tomorrow. On
0: your birthday,
2: because it was very cheap. Okay, it uh-huh. was the cheapest flight I could find. Hey,
0: that's a good present oh, yeah, totally. to yourself. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping like, that Qatar right?
2: Airways, Qatar Airways, if you're listening, I would love to be bumped up. um I don't know. <laughs>
0: Please
4: sponsor this podcast. <laughs> yeah. It will happen as soon as the Saudi billionaire like sends us like a few hundred thousand in Bitcoin. But there isn't
3: George Soros sending us money?
4: <laughs> what? Wait, what? <laughs> oh yeah, he, was, he, was, he was.
3: He was. He was. That's like,
4: a, another joke. Uh, he was basically the American leftist. Billionaire, oh. who is
3: accused of like sending leftist groups oh, money. Hey, I was if like, you're listening. "Yeah, George, yeah. if you're listening, please send us some money. It yeah, would be nice. Yeah.
0: We'll do good stuff." Yeah, and if you are <laughs> a Saudi
3: are billionaire and you're listening, also send us money. Yeah, right. it can so. be on the DL. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're 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 Saudi. Yeah. You're half Saudi. Yeah. yeah, half Saudi. I was yeah. born there. What? I lived there for seven years.
0: What? Yeah, I lived in Al Khobar. Where were you? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I know, crazy. So you lived there from birth to, to seven? To seven. Okay. Yeah. Have you been back? No. Well, I'm, sure I'm sure you're devastated. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't
2: know. I don't know how I feel about it. I yeah. would love to go back just because, you know, there's a part of me that like. Because you were. Yeah. I was born there. I mean, that's yeah. on my passport for life, you know? Yeah. Oh, true, passport. true. Yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. did you retain
4: your citizenship there?
2: No, they... You have to They're be of Saudi. You, yeah, yeah okay. they, no. they have... They yeah. I am yeah. not yeah. of yeah. Saudi, yeah. under his eye.
3: Yeah. But, like, yeah. the American passport would say your birthplace, no uh, matter what. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But your birth well, country doesn't matter even if you are a citizen or not. Yeah,
4: yeah. 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 But I, I thought I'd ask. Yeah. No, no, it's no. It's, no, yeah. no. A, a lot of people do ask, yeah.
0: it's like... It's not even... It's not even like, well, it's like if your dad is Saudi, then you, then you get it. You can, you get, can it. get it, yeah. um, or yeah. both parents. Yeah. But yeah. if it's just your mom, like yeah. there's always. And in issues. a lot of, it's like that in yeah. Lebanon.
3: Yeah, no, but well, Lebanon, yeah. Lebanon yeah. recently gave the right of Lebanese woman to give their their sons and daughters citizenship I which is
1: right but wasn't it there like an exception like no syrian or palestinian men
3: true true uh i think the exception was literally unless the father is syrian or palestinian oh, i thought it was they... more i thought it was pretty much unless the father is just of arab that's no not Lebanese. My, my understanding and of course <laughs> i have no i i'm not like a, a specialist or anything yeah. but my understanding it's like border countries
1: yeah i think they said like a neighboring country tricky i mean yeah. the country yeah, is yeah.
2: the size of yeah. My left butt cheek, and it's <laughs> it's holding like you know how many million people, yeah. Yeah. so many are not even It's like even the size of
0: Houston metro area. We found out like oh my recently God, that's we tiring. looked it up. Lebanon I mean, is, is the size of the Houston yeah. metro, metro, we, metro area. we looked yeah. it up. And wow, wow. We that's were terrifying. Blown away. Well, you know, yeah.
4: but with more mountains, with right. more people, with more yeah. really. And, and, oh, wait, wasn't more people? No, it's more forget. mountains.
2: More mountains. Oh, okay, okay, that makes okay. sense. Okay, okay, and less electricity.
0: Uh, yeah.
4: Well, less yeah. consistent. Yeah. Happens when it, feels, <laughs> when it feels like it. But um, about the same amount of money, surprisingly. Just saying.
2: Mm. You know, this is why I think there should be more queer in office. Yeah. Because I feel I like we just, more more feminists and more queerists, is that a thing? Queerist. Queer, like yeah. Queerists. Queer, Ra- yeah. Rainbow in rainbow In office. Just because I feel yeah. like we just get shit done.
0: Yeah. You know? Like, fuck it. Well,
2: I, I'm. I'm like a firm, I'm ready to just, I'm like... Women, just,
4: go, just go take over. Women
2: should just take over, in my opinion. Like, I don't I don't care
4: Yeah.
2: about anything anymore. I'm just like, I think it would be beneficial for the world. Um, yeah, I, I hear yeah, that. Yeah,
0: I, yeah, Yeah. I hear that.
2: Um, I'm just all about that. Plus, it's just like, aren't we bored?
0: Yeah. Like, it's been same a few thousand years over. of the same narrative, same you know? Same people.
2: Don't we want something basically, new? Basically, yeah.
0: Well, I guess we've reached our time. That flew by.
2: Yes. What did we talk about? I feel like
4: we, we just
0: talked about so much shit. Like this we're... is this is
4: the new we friends. We talked about camels. We did.
1: Uh, wait, Let's do a summary. Let's do like a quick recap. What happened? Choreography, camels, uh, virtual reality, your life. Yeah. New York. Why, why am I in New York? Why is anyone in New York? Beirut dance coming out being a disappointment,
2: and being upgraded on Qatar no. Airways. <laughs>
1: Yeah, sponsorship.
4: And begging randos for money. Yeah,
1: And citizenship laws. Citizenship laws. Wow, we hit a lot of shit. We did hit
4: a lot of shit. That Um, was intense.
1: Oh my god.
0: I
4: hope hope like a fraction of it was accurate. I
0: hope some (laughs) of it was accurate and some of it was like
1: easy to follow.
4: If not, just get on our website or Twitter or Instagram and tell us how wrong we are. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But also say like what's right. Don't just say that for wrong because then we won't know
0: then we won't know how to be right
4: citation please
2: also i do just want to throw out i think this is amazing i think this i think what is being done here is fantastic and the fact that it's not just local to the u.s but it's global i think is phenomenal because you know we are a diaspora Mm -hmm. yes and even in our even in the subcategory of queer arab it's still a diaspora you know we're everywhere so it's it's nice that this is a way for for everyone to connect Yeah. Um.
0: Thank you for doing this. Thank you coming on yeah, a day absolutely. before you move yeah. across the world. Don't
2: <laughs> giving me. It's giving me more re- more like energy to go. You know. So yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah. And Jack, really
3: you're like, gonna stay in touch with us, and you're gonna, absolutely. You and maybe in a year we'll check in with you, and we'll see how is it going, Definitely. and whether you yeah. move back or you move to China or you move to India. <laughs> like or where or what the hell you, you end up. I don't and- know.
2: All I know is like. Can't travel without my amethyst bookends because that's apparently (laughs) the one thing that I refuse to leave. Amethyst is beautiful. I get it.
0: I get it. But also,
2: if there are some queer Arabs in Lebanon or the Middle East in general who I meet, I will.
0: We have a good listenership in. Oh Oh, we have great listenership in Lebanon. It's one of the highest.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
4: Maybe like a whole ten people. I love that. Well, you know what? No, there's more than that. Yeah, a little more than that. A little more. (laughs) Nadia, it was really nice to
2: meet
0: you.
1: Yeah, it's cool talking to you, even though know, I can't see anyone's faces right now and I'm like the only person on chat. <laughs> I wish we could see each other. It's
0: been
2: very clear this whole time though, which has been nice. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Def-
1: yeah. Well, like let me know if you're in New York or
2: Definitely.
0: Yeah.
1: Um Do you so... wanna plug anything? Oh
0: yeah. Where can people plug. find like website uh, plug, plug? Anything like that.
2: Uh, yes, uh, my website is www.jadtank.com That's J-A-D-D-T-A-N-K dot com um, And my Instagram is pinko underscore dandy
0: Oh my god, I'm going to look you up right after this um, <laughs> you
2: And do say hello, I, I love Definitely. I love talking to people, I love meeting new people
0: Awesome. And you can find us on thequeerarabs.com uh, We are on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at thequeerarabs and what was the last thing you can email us at thequeerarabs queer gmail at gmail.com or for the Arabic side the queer Arabs in Arabic at gmail.com God this is hard <laughs> <laughs> the queer Arabs in Arabic at gmail.com um, Ahmed heads the heads up the uh, Arabic side so and he was kind enough to join us and host this in his (laughs) apartment. This is amazing. This is an
3: amazing experience. Thank you It's a
0: wonderful project. Yeah. Anyway, thank you so much, Nadia, for being here. Thank
3: you.
1: Thank you for letting me come on here again.
0: You're a podcast regular. Am I like
1: a a recurring character? Yes.
0: Yes, you are. I keep making Nadia do this. All right. All right. Bye. Thanks, listeners. Thank you.